Welcome to the Ziggler Inspire Podcast. Ziggler Inspire Podcast. Welcome to Zig Ziglar's Inspire Podcast. I'm your host, Blake Lindsay, hoping you're having a terrific day. As we say here in Texas, I want to thank all y'all for your emails and telephone calls. I guarantee you make my good day even better with your stories on how Zig's podcast has inspired you. We'd love to hear from you, and here's the telephone number you can call, 214-207-6972. And please feel free to email blindsay, L-I-N-D-S-A-Y, at Ziggler, Z-I-G-L-A-R.com. Zig Ziglar has inspired me for nearly 30 years so I can certainly relate with you. And speaking of encouraging, today Zig is going to talk about giving a word of encouragement to those around you. Even if it's a little out of your comfort zone, try it anyway. I want to encourage you to encourage others because Zig is getting ready to tell us. There is a big benefit for you too. Turn it up. Let's listen to Zig and I'll be back in a few minutes. My good friend Calvin Robert from Phoenix, Arizona says there are over 3 billion people on the face of this earth who go to bed hungry every night. But he said there are over 4 billion people on this earth who go to bed hungry every night for a word of appreciation, a word of encouragement, a compliment. Wouldn't it be a tragedy if one of those people was your wife or your husband, your mom or your dad, your brother or your sister, Maybe the next door neighbor. Maybe the person you work with every day. Good person, good man, good woman. Been there years and years. But for whatever reason, the last few months, everything that individual touches had just literally gone sour. One word of encouragement might mean a tremendous difference in that individual's life. Encouragement, given hope, is one of the most powerful tools we have at building winning relationships. About six years ago, I was doing a tour of Australia. We were in uh, Melbourne. During one of the breaks, a lady came up to me and she said, Mr. Ziegler, I'm 32 years old. I have two little girls. They're six years old and nine years old. I've been listening to your series on raising positive kids in a negative world. And she said, Mr. Ziegler, let me tell you, my two little girls had every psychological problem known to man. Uh, they've reverted back to infantile behavior. And she said, in your recording, the one I'm specifically referring to, you keep saying, tell your kids that you love them. If you don't tell them that you love them, they're going to grow up, get married, and have children, and uh, then they won't tell their children they love them. Somebody's got to break the chain. But Mr. Ziegler, she said, I'm 32 years old. In my lifetime, I've never had a living Breathing human beings say, I love you. But it was weird. She said, it seems that every time I put that particular tape on, it was always on that one specific spot. Tell your kids that you love them. One night she said, we were sitting around in the den. I was seated on the sofa. My six-year-old was at my feet. My nine-year-old was across the room. And she said, all of a sudden, I remembered. And she said, I just literally blurted it out. Girls, I just want you to know I sure do love you. She said, my six-year-old sprang up like she'd been on a spring. She threw her arms around my neck. She hugged me and kissed me and started crying. My nine-year-old immediately was across the room. She threw her arms around me and hugged me and kissed me. And by then, all three of us were crying. I don't know how long we cried. Might not have been but a couple of minutes, might have been five or more minutes. All I know is that when we finished, we were totally and completely emotionally drained. 
And yet there was an exhilaration that we had never experienced before. My little girls and I determined that night that every morning and every night for the rest of our lives, when we were together, we would hug and kiss and tell each other how much we loved each other. But she said, you know, Mr. Ziegler, when I lay down that night, all of a sudden, uh, that lifetime of bad habits and being negative started coming back in my mind. I'd never been told myself. And she said, I was wondering, did what happen? Was that just a blip on the screen of life? Or is it legitimately a hope that something can be done? Then all of a sudden she said it hit me. I am the mother. I am the adult. It is my responsibility to take the action. And she said, I instinctively realized that you cannot make an overdraft on the bank of love all of your life and expect to bring the account up to date with one deposit, regardless of how big the deposit is. She said, I determined that come what may, the next morning I'd grab my little girls and I'd hug them and I'd kiss them and I'd tell them how much I loved them. And she said, Mr. Ziegler, I very quickly learned something. You can hug a dirty child. It's very difficult to hug a ramrod stiff girl. She said, that's the way they were the next morning Tell you the truth, I was a little stiff too. But she said, I determined to keep it up. She said it took us two weeks before we ever started feeling relaxed and having a natural feeling for it. She said in about a month, we started adding a hug when we just bumped into each other accidentally. She said, Mr. Ziegler, in about 60 days after we got started, over 90% of all of those psychological problems had completely disappeared. 2,000 years ago, a Jewish scholar wrote his relatives in Corinth a love letter. Some say it's the most beautiful love letter ever written. He kind of wound it up by saying, love never fails. I believe he's right. Genuine love based on your interest in doing the right thing and the best thing for that other person. Now, please understand this. Sometimes you plant seeds that don't bring a harvest. That's part of life itself. Everybody that you're nice to are not necessarily going to be that nice to you. But that's their problem. It's not yours. And I'm convinced that over a period of time when you persist in doing the right thing, that things are going to happen. Then as I state in another recording, there's something tremendously exciting that happens when you go out of your way to be nice to other people. The brain produces a certain chemical. It's called serotonin. Now serotonin hits the system full force at about 10 o'clock in the morning. Most people, however, start their day a little earlier than 10 o'clock in the morning. If you want to jump start it, uh, unlike uh, the government, you know, when the government talks about jump-starting the economy, they're just telling us we're going to have to get out and push. But when you're, uh, uh, you know, when, when you want to jump-start the flow of that serotonin, what you do early in the morning uh, is you do something nice for somebody else, as I've already said. And it literally activates that part that produces it. You feel better about yourself. Your image improves. You're energized as a direct result of it. Physiologically, things do happen. Now, this involves change. I love what my friend Ken Davis, who's a marvelous comedian, has to say. This young fellow is working at a restaurant or a store there, and he's ringing up sale after sale, you know, and the boss came along and said, well, how's it going? 
He said, well, it's going pretty good. I don't have trouble putting it in and I don't have trouble getting it out. It's making the change that is the problem. Now, let me simply say that a lot of people hate to make changes. You get set in a way. And uh, you know, one definition of insanity is to think you can keep on doing the same thing and somehow or another get different results as we've already discussed. How do you build winning relationships? Well, you create the correct environment. For example, you get up 30 minutes earlier. That's a tremendous step towards creating the right environment in your home. And that is significant. Why get up 30 minutes early? Because when you start your day in a dead run and run all day and end your day in a dead run, you don't really have the inclination to be as nice to people as you otherwise would. A 30-minute earlier start where you can be a little more casual can make a great deal of difference. If you're married or if you have children where you send them off with something positive, a hug and a kiss. And then you re-enter the day, re-enter the arrangement or the relationship in a positive way. You know, so many times uh, uh, kids come home from school and they start griping and complaining about what happened. In most cases, they learned it from mom and dad because when they've been coming in from work all these years, uh, they greet each other, you know, you can't believe what that idiot I worked for did today. Or they say, you think that's a problem? Let me tell you about mine. And then we wonder why our kids are not all excited about going out and getting a job and going to work. <laughs> Instead of doing that, make an absolute truce that when you get back together, it's going to be in a positive light. Husbands and wives, if it's the two of you, what happened to you today that's really exciting? Tell me about it. What was the best thing that happened? The kids come in and uh, you say, well, what'd you learn today? Or what happened that was the most fun thing? Or what are you learning that uh, I'd like to know about? In other words, make it positive. Then, uh, later that evening after dinner, when things are settled down, that's the time. I'm not advocating that you ignore the problem. The furthest thing I'm trying to do is say that. I'm saying delay serious discussion until after you've gotten back together. See, if the kids identify coming home as negative, they're going to go join a gang. If husbands and wife identify as coming back home as being a negative experience, that's when they start stopping off at the bar and doing other things. Let's create that environment that makes it true and makes it good. Now, let me also say this. If there is a difficulty between you and a person you love, you need to get it right as quickly as possible. You don't let it fester. Think about how many people you can positively affect today just by sharing a word of encouragement or a hug. Look around you right now. Who can you give a friendly hello to? If you're at home, hug the first person you see. Make a difference in people's lives and see what a difference it makes in yours. This is Blake Lindsay encouraging you to live your life to the fullest. Ziggler. Ziggler. Inspiring true performance. Hey, Ziggler Podcasters, this is Blake Lindsay, and I want to offer you a special bonus of some great Ziggler material in a downloadable format just like you're used to with the Ziggler Inspire podcast. Just go to Ziggler.com slash podcast bonus and you'll find a free download 60 minutes long of Zig's finest stories and a free download of Zig's most inspirational quotes. This is our way of showing you some gratitude and saying thank you for listening to the Ziggler Inspire podcast. We appreciate you. Go to Ziggler.com slash podcast bonus.